Blog Talk Radio. When I would do good, evil is always present with me. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will free me from this body of death? Thanks be to God and Christ Jesus. I'm ready for the fight of my life. Start the record. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Once again, you are listening to Prayer on the Inside of the Internet program to inform you and to challenge you and to encourage you to be how you could be in Christ Jesus. I would just like to thank you once again for listening in. We've been doing this for quite a while, but yet we would never be able to do what we do without you. You're part of what we're doing because guess what? You could be doing other things here, but God laid it on your heart. God laid it on your heart and your mind and encouraged you to be about something greater than yourself. We have a great guest on this morning. I'm excited about our guest. He's no stranger to the program. And you two can uh, listen to uh, John in with the conversation. I'll give out the number here before I tell you about our guest. And call in numbers 310-982-4126. You two can call in encourage our guest to be strong and long and powerful. And also make some comments regarding what our guests have to share with us this morning. But before we go in, Next voice you're here will be our guest this morning, Mr. Orlando Carey. He's a great motivator. He's a, a social worker, and he's an all-around good man for the Lord. Amen. So we're going to bring him in, and you can ask him some comments and make some observations and some thoughts regarding what he has to say after he completes his thoughts. So we'll bring you in. Good morning, Mr. Carey. You're on the net. Welcome to our program. Come on. Praise Thank the Lord. You. God bless you. I'm so glad, uh, first of all, I give honor to God for letting me have this great opportunity. Can you hear me clear? Uh, no, I can't. Can you speak up a little louder? I'm glad you said that. Can you speak a little louder for us? Okay. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, uh, no, a little bit louder. Speak it to the mic there. Okay. Come on now. Let us know. Cause guess what? You got All right. Up. All right. How about now? How about now? Hey, I got you now. Come, come on now. God, God okay. bless you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. And, um... First of all, give honor to God just to give me this great opportunity to be, you know, and have this wonderful time to talk on this wonderful show. And that knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that I say, gave us this opportunity another day to praise his mighty name. Amen? Amen. And I have found so many things. And before I get on my uh, the topic this morning, the Lord made a little song on my heart pertaining to what I'll be speaking about, the, this wonderful uh, topic that came through uh, not too long ago that made me feel that what he wanted me to express, how so many people are trying to make a decision about is God still in the operation part of doing things in our lives today. But that's not what I really want to bring right now. Uh, he's laid this song that I need to kind of bring it out from other sounds. I mean, I'm not in the studio kind of thing, but I'm letting the Holy Spirit lead me. That sounds good enough? That sounds great. God bless you. Use them, Holy Spirit. Use it. And go ahead and make it loud so we can all hear you. That way we can truly enjoy what God has laid on your heart. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, as you brought wonderful day to me that I may share so much that you bring to us all and you are too I like to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And you brought this wonderful day to us. 
I like to bring the wonderful word you plant in my heart. I like to bring the things that you never, never thought. So you brought me up to this wonderful, wonderful day. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for this wonderful day. Oh, 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 Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God, Lord, I thank you just for another day. I, I can receive that. God, I thank you for so many blessings. I thank you for all the things that you've done for me. I could go on and on and on. Oh, God bless you. You bless my soul. You truly, truly blessed me this morning. Oh. Uh, God bless you. And I want to get right into this topic here because this is a powerful topic here. I've been meditating on this here, and I've been mixing it together. You said God's recipe for life. Oh, oh, oh. I used to cook. I don't cook as much as I used to. And I know that some things you get that just doesn't taste right unless it's blended right, unless it got the right seed, unless it's similar right, unless it's set right. And talk to me about how the Word of God is being woven into our life to bring about success in any endeavor. Well, first of all, it lets me understand. Hey, uh, uh, Pastor, about... speak up a little bit. I'm, I'm going to have a hard time hearing you. Okay, can you hear me now? Uh, no, no, I, I'm having a hard time. Are you on a speakerphone? I hate to interrupt you, but I'm, I don't want us to miss out on this. Okay, hold on. Let me let me turn the speakerphone off. Hold on. Okay. How about right now? Uh, go, go, ahead. go right ahead, uh. Go ahead. How about now? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah you're better. Okay. Uh, when we start when about the thing, like say you're actually feeling, you know, you have found many things when you have a recipe in, um, in the kitchen. Am I right or wrong? That makes right. you understand, well, I'm preparing something. Well, God prepares us every day for the things we actually do and according to the word of God. Well, everybody, if they do have their Bible, I'm because I always go from the Word and the Holy Spirit that leads me. I want everybody to turn to Genesis 1, verse 29. And I'll give you a little bit of time to get this together. Why that the Lord brought me to this point about God's recipe for life? So many people out here are still struggling, trying to know exactly what God's been showing them all along. If God haven't brought things to you to let you understand how good he is, taste and see that the Lord is good, come on. You know, uh, everybody had realized that when you start real the deepness of the Lord, then you only got to remember you'll taste and see what God has brought to you to make you feel what you feel today. I understood, and right before I get to the scripture part, I'm just going to the overview of this. Let us understand how precious God's word is. And like we said before, it's sweeter than a honeycomb. Now, for somebody to say this kind of thing, somebody prepared a, uh, how you say, a recipe. <laughs> and I say God prepared a recipe for us for life. And we're going to go into Genesis uh, chapter 1, verse 29. And it reads... It says, and God said, behold, I have given you every plant. Can you hear me? Yeah, go right ahead now. Okay. Every plant you are doing in that season and on the face of all the earth and every tree with the seed and its fruit. You shall have them for food. Now, when I actually read that, I understood the thing that what was so important in what we look at now, how God is bringing us to understand 
He's bringing sweetness to us. Of course, it may be bitter. We don't know because sometimes the, the flesh gets involved. But when we talk about the spirit man that's in us, that's the enjoyable part to help us fulfill the rest of the spirit of us and who we are and how the Holy Spirit uh, gives us that, that taste of what the Lord is showing us. Sometimes when we actually realize this one thing that he brings to us in every possible way, where do we fit in God's recipe? Because when he brought it like a seed, something's planted. And like you say, you see something in the field that when a farmer plants a seed, he expects it to grow. So God looks at you for the expectation that he's planting you. So now you are part of something that God gave you to help you to use what you already have. So I more or less move in the situation that if we continue in this, we will feel and understand what this actually is saying. You have to plant things in your life that whether you look at it, well, Lord, I have planted a good seed, and I, I believe I didn't plant it on stony ground because I have read the scriptures about what this meant, and I found the thing about the sower, and the one is the reaper. But some people are looking for them reaping, they're not sowing. And I believe that it's where people are lacking right now because if you had known what God had told every person that right now that's on this line and listening, that God is letting us understand you're still part of his recipe. In other words, he's not finished with you yet. Amen? And, and because that happens like that, we got to remember when God is letting us understand, he has this one thing that is so sweet in us that he has it's more or less like a nectar, that it continues to flow in the nostrils of the Lord. Now, everything I'm saying is in writing of the Bible, so I'm not ad-living or trying to add or take away. But I'm letting you understand when God is showing you something in life, you are just part of what God is putting us together. We're still growing. We're still moving. And each season, just like the farmer does with the planting in the farm, he's going to keep planting and planting until we get harvest. So we're now at a harvest season. And if we can look at it in every possible way, we are the divine nature of God that he, that he had brought to us all and let us understand that this is all the purpose of life. And we go to Second Peter, verse 1, 3. It says, his divine power is granted to, to us and all the, all the things that pertain to life. You know, and if we broke that down, that means everything that God has given us, we already have a power to overcome things. You have the nourishment that God gave you from the Holy Spirit. You also have not just that timeline that God is trying to show you things. He's just trying to bring you into the enlightenment. Well, I, I, I used to use this one thing that came to me a long time ago, uh, Stevie Wonder said something, you are the sunshine of my life. And God says the same thing, because we cannot live without the actual recipe that he has made for us to follow or the recipe book, which we continue with the Bible. Because you said, taste and see that the Lord is good. It talks about, you know, again, sweet as a honeycomb and, and all the things that mention about the oil, you know, that is so to make things happen. So let me read on a little bit. So as we kind of understand, when we look at he says, and the goodness thing to the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellency. So God doesn't make a mistake. In other words, you know how you make the, uh, the cake and you like said, when somebody slammed the door, it goes flat. No, it don't work that way. When God does things, he does things on a solid basis. So that recipe he has, it's solid. It's no mistake. Whatever he did or made you to who you are, that's who you are in this recipe of life because he's bringing you more and more to the greater and sweeter things to come. Now, we fully have not reached that yet because still people are saying 
you know, where is God? And, and we're going through all these things in life. Why isn't he here? He said because he made you. He made us to be the, how you say, the petition of things that are yet to come that people have been so lacked. Like you said, I have this recipe, but wait a minute. I'm lacking an ingredient. It doesn't taste. You know, God, God looks at us like you said. It's, it's like he wants us to give us that aroma. Like we love the aroma. God loves the aroma from us. What we give, you know, he don't want to have it in a way that, you know, if this is perfect, he made it perfect. So, therefore, why can't we take a slice of his perfectness in life and call it what we want it to be as far as when we give it to someone else and, how you say it, interpret it for love? You know, it's hard to really understand when God is doing things in everybody's, in everybody's life because we all are different spice or different um, uh, whatever it has to do with God's makeup, and he has made us to who we are. But we are in his eyesight sweet, and we are there in that way to let his, his, this full understanding to come to the knowledge of where we are today with the Holy Spirit. So uh, we can continue moving on, and I'm not trying to hurry on this, but I'm doing according to as the Holy Spirit leads me. And it says, when we look at, like, for instance, here's a moment. If we go to Psalms 104, verse 14, it says, You cause the grass and to grow for the living, I mean, for the livestock and the actual plants for the man of the cultivating that he may bring forth food. Notice this as it always talking about food. Now, I didn't realize this till later. Everybody looked at it from a natural point, and I'm going to say something a little bit different. When I asked my, my children, um, my, I had my, my grandchild, he was really concerned. He says, Granddad, why do you talk about, you know, God is sweet and God is sweet as a honeycomb? I said, let me tell you something. As I look at you, you're sweet to me, not by who you are or what you are, but as you were born with God's loving tenderness, and therefore I'm going to keep you seasoned with that love that he provides you. I'm going to keep giving it to you so when you grow up, you'll be able to give to somebody else. So he really he didn't understand it at first, but they said, wait a minute. Now I understand. I said, yes. I said, you got to understand you're part of God's recipe for life, and you don't know it yet because still some more ingredients are going to be added unto you. You don't know it, but keep in mind what God is showing you. You know, you, you, you feel, you know, this is a moment right now. The season's getting ready to change. We're going to go into another year. And, you know, this is what's so important. If we can identify the most important thing of life, let us understand when God is showing us this beautiful recipe of life and how he's showing you put everything together. And if you stand outside, you smell the aroma of the Lord's word and how he is looking at us in every possible way. As we grow, I mean, we, we're growing in every aspect, but every one of us have a spice to give, whether it be joy, happiness. You know, in other words, let's add something to it in a way that God says, when he said, I created you in our own image, and therefore knowing that you have a piece of God with you every day, why not share that? So reason how I turn this situation from looking at it as such people say, well, it's hard for me to read the Bible. You know, I, I don't get like what everybody else gets. I said, well, turn it as a recipe. Turn it as something that, God had already placed in every one of us to let us understand, hey, I belong to God's recipe for life. Oh, yes, I'm in this. You know what I mean? And therefore, that's when the Lord gives us actual the information, you know, the biblical instructions before leaving earth and let us understand when the Bible has actually fulfilled 
its purpose, but he let us know why we're here. We are part of that recipe that he put together for every one of us. That's so wonderful. Hey, <laughs> you know, Rev, you know? I'm going to stop you there for a minute and let you, ca- let you uh, catch your breath here. I wanted to comment on that. We're going to open up the phone lines here shortly because this is a great line okay. of com- uh, communication. This is a great topic here saying God's recipe for life. And I want to just start at the end and go back to the beginning. That you said that we have something. to uh, We uh, need to be involved in our own recovery, our own salvation. Uh, you study to show yourself approved. Think about what God's been done to you. Think about the things that he added to your life and the things that he took out of your life. Hey, that's recipe right there for life. There. He said that we have a lot that's to do it. with this there. You know, he said, hey, I sit before you, life and death. Choose you. Wait a minute. You know. I think so much of this commercial has come on about these little chipmunks advertising these cars. Say, do you want this or do you want that? <laughs> you <know? laughs> a lot of times we picking like the that. wrong things and then we want to blame God. God, why you give me that woman? Hey, God, why you, you give me that man? God, why you give me that car? You know, wait a minute. God said, wait a minute. Yeah, there I, you, go. you know, I asked you to pick the, And that's how you know what God is doing in your life. And you go down to say that in, in, in songs, that how we how we grow and how we mature as the lilies of the fields. You know, I'm gonna just paraphrase it that. Yeah, ought to be a growth in your life. You know, I, some time ago I was in a setting and and this uh, and the speaker got up and talked about being a spiritual midget. You know, we have people that's been in the body for a while, but they ain't grown. They still wrestling with issues that they did with when they first came in. Hey, I was an alcoholic. That's right. Still wrestling with alcoholism 20 years later. Wait a minute. You was an alcoholic, but you're not an alcoholic no more. You know, you Come was on. a prostitute, but you ain't prostitute. You was a dopehead, but you ain't a dopehead no more. You need to grow in your relationship. Don't be a spiritual midget, you know. You know, so, and, you know, because, you know, and my story is that I was addicted to drugs. I went to drug recovery programs, and I went to NA programs. I went to AA programs, you know, trying to get some recovery, but till somebody told me about Jesus, I went to all those mm. things and I didn't grow. But when they told me about Jesus and what He done done for me, I growed. I growed. I growed in the knowledge of Him. Not so much that I, not so much that I gained money, uh, I gained a, a reputation, or fame, or fortune. But I grew in the knowledge of Him, and my life became much easier. Problems became much. Uh, uh, easier to uh, uh, to go through and uh, the challenges that I faced became much easier. And you went on and said this here, that what really dawned on me was saying in Genesis how you said that all these things are good for us, that he gave us everything that we need. Sometimes, Reverend, sometimes, listen, audience, we're searching for love in all the wrong places. Come on, searching now. for satisfaction in all the wrong places. But when you think about God and how good he's been to you, you can be satisfied and content. Paul said, put it like this. Mm. Hey, I learned to be content at all times. I learned to be satisfied at all times. I learned to be settled at all times. You know, I'm just paraphrasing it, that, you know, because we have to learn to be content. I, it breaks my heart to see men and women with talent and skill, but they're unhappy with themselves. Beautiful people Come on tattooing now. themselves. Now, nothing wrong with, you know, mm. I ain't going to say nothing wrong with tattoos. I prefer not to have them. But just sometimes they just tattoo themselves from head to toe. Why you do yourself like that? You beautiful. You know, you know people that's wearing unseemly clothes. Why are you doing yourself like that? You're beautiful. People talking mm-hmm. all manner of craziness. Why are you doing yourself like that? You're beautiful. I'm saying you're beautiful because God, God said you're beautiful. In the sight of our Lord, it said you're beautiful. Whether you're fat, tall, whether you're bald-headed, whether you snag a tooth, all that, you're beautiful in the sight of the mouth. Come on now. And a lot of times we're trying to find beauty and success in all the wrong places. But because of what you're sharing with us today, you're giving us a recipe for life. And it starts with the book. It starts with knowing who Amen. you are and knowing who you are in the master's sight in his hand here. As we come Ooh. up on this glorious time of Christmas time that we set aside as a nation, but it's talking about the birth of our Lord and Savior. He came to see about mm. you and I. In spite of everything else, in spite of the gas shortages, in spite of pandemic, in spite of unemployment, in spite of like uh, frustration in the political system, mm-hmm. God is still wants to reveal himself to us. That's what you said, ladies. You said that you have to be aware of what's going on. Thank you, Rem, for bringing that to our attention. Oh, that's awesome now. That's awesome. I'm being blessed by what you're sharing with us this morning. Praise God. And, you know, I love how you brought that little uh, thing that says uh, how the people are giving up, like, you know, 
the drugs and, like you say, the alcohol. And the thing is, notice the thing what we said before about the recipe part of it. God didn't add no additives. We ain't no additives. We're not, like I heard one of the people that um, I was talking to, it was like a grandmother said, you know, they wanted some real, uh, some collard greens. And the children said, we don't want no fake greens. That means, <laughs> you know, and it, and it makes sense because the thing is they know it's about taste. You know what I mean? And they know about how things are and what they, they want. And I like how we look at, like you said, when God made all this, he made it perfect. He put every ingredient in. So why are we going to go, go, you know, put a needle in our arm or put something up our nose and, you know, change our, our makeup, what God gave us? Because he knows. Let me tell you, he didn't make any mistakes, number one. And like you said, when he actually put it in a way that our people are trying to change that ingredient, that's when they fall. Because God said, I'm not, he said, I am God and I change not. So whatever you want to do, this is what he's letting them understand, it won't prosper. Come on now. You know, if you got to stay in God's will to make it prosper. And, you know, and I like how you brought that one thing up, how the nature part of what, see, we're fighting every day, you know, and the everyday fight is just like you said. But think, you're part of God's recipe already. Well, why are you going to try to do something else? He got the perfect. <laughs> he got the perfect recipe for life. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I mean, I, I, get, I, get, I get overjoyed when I talk, when I, when I feel the word of God, and, and I see people who definitely make a complete change and says, yeah, now, you know, uh, you know uh, uh, Minister, uh, you know, Joel, did you ever feel somebody would always say, but why shouldn't I done this earlier in my life? You ever heard them say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know and, what? I didn't say it that they, I was, <laughs> yes, you you've been listening to me then. <laughs> All of us had that, and we always wondered, you know, well, Lord, how come it didn't come up before? He said, "But did you taste? Uh oh, come on, I'm great. Go someplace. Did you taste and see <laughs> His goodness?" Oh, well, we oh that is so oh, well, true. We that's so, that's so you true. Know I mean? And you Come know what? On. The enemy, the enemy tries to kill, steal, and destroy. He, he's a trickster. He tries to stick it. Yes, you know what? Is. This fake news is nothing new. You know, you know, uh, our former president always said fake news, fake news, fake news. But the enemy been doing fake news for years. He'd tell you, all right. you, know, you can get this, you can get that, it ain't going to cost much, you'll be all right. They just don't understand you. That's all that fake news that the enemy been bombarding us with for time and time. And we ought to be aware, we ought to be mature in Christian. Paul talked about that, you know, that growing in Christ, you know, being mature. Yes, he did. Of what God has. Mm-hmm. You know, we ought to be Christian. And so, you know, uh, I'm going to let you go on, but I was just thinking, you know, uh, a few weeks ago they talked about a gas shortage. You know how people talking about gas okay. prices was going up, and they didn't know what to do. This isn't the first time we've had gas uh, crisis. I recall, Reverend, I'm a little older than you, so you could date this here. That I remember back some time ago when they made us uh, get gas on every on odd and even days based on your license plate. You know, I remember that if too. You had a, a one, you get it one day. You had a, a, a zero, you get it on another day, and vice versa. And people were getting mm. gas on those on those on those assigned days. You know, people were still That's going true. crazy. They were stealing gas when they had the opportunity. But you never seen nobody fighting at the gas pump. You never seen nobody cutting and stabbing at the gas pumps, you know. You know, people mm. was kind of disciplined and in order. Why? Because we knew that these things was going uh, was only short term. They know that these things will pass. Why are men taking that right. on hand when they have disputes with a loved one? My girlfriend walked out on me. I'm going to go over there and shoot up the house, you know. My job, mm. I'm going to go over there and terrorize the employee, you know. Why are you wow. doing this? This is short term. You're going to get you another mm-hmm. job. Your girlfriend going to take mm. you back. You know, we, Come we on make now. permanent decisions on short-term encounters. But mm. the recipe for life tell us to wait on God. Taste That's and see how good he is. See, come on it. now. Oh, you got me excited. Come on. That's it. That's it. Uh, you know, it, we know that sometimes God does hold back some things for, for a perfect reason. I didn't fully understand it at first because I was always, I didn't have much, you know, when I, as a little boy. 
But I, like I said, I started working at 13 years old, and I knew I'm going to get it because if I pray for it, I've got to put things in action. Come on now. You know, if, you know, I've found more people have looked everywhere for a change. Like I heard a friend of mine, um, you know, not too long ago, uh, he said, well, I want me to get a better job. And I said, all right. And he wound up, stayed at home, stayed at home. He gave me a call, said, man, you know, I prayed I didn't get my job. I said, did you go out the door and find one? <laughs> God had already gave him the job, but he didn't go. He thought it was going to come to him. I said, no, it ain't going to work like that. Faith for that works is dead. You know, and we got to use all these ingredients that God gives us. We got to use them. Oh, man, I'll tell you, I am so happy about what we're talking about. <laughs> Praise God. You know, Minister Joe, I have found so many things that happen in life that if we really realize when God is showing us some great things, all we got to do is wait on him. That's all. Oh, that's, that's so, oh, man, that's powerful. That's powerful there. I tell you what, we're going to open up the phone lines here in just a few minutes. We've got a couple of people who want to make some comments on it. But, Pastor Kerry, I appreciate what you're sharing with us, man. You know what? This here truly has been a blessing to me. I need to hear something like this here to encourage me. You know, I, as I open this show, of uh, this program each and every uh, weekend that God allowed, it said to, uh, to inform you about how good God is, to encourage you to be about our Father's bit and to challenge you to go beyond yourself. You know, sometimes we need to hear these things, and we need to hear from like-minded men and women. We need to read it in the book, and we need to be connected with what God has for us to do today. Oh, I love that, it, it, being encouraged, being informed, and being challenged. You know, a lot of times we want to hear things, you know, but we don't want to, we, but we don't want to be informed on it, you know. And hearing it in mm-hmm. you know, I can hear about some stuff, but till I get to know the essence of it, being informed, you know, about the birth of our Lord and Savior, it's reading the books. He got a genealogy. He got a he got a lineage. You know, I could tell you about how good. I, I could tell you I got money, but unless you see the lineage, you don't never know. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't, I'm rich, man. I'm rich. I'm rich. But until you actually see it, you don't have no idea what it is. I can tell you I'm educated, but till I start talking, you'll see that I don't have that education that I was saying. You know. God got a background. <laughs> you know, he can tell you what I done. Hey, do you, you know what I've done before? I can do it again. You know. That's it. <laughs> but, uh, 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 pastor, with the phone line is lit up. We want to thank God. We got a, uh, another pastor that come come on the line, and he's going to give us a uh, some insights on what you're talking about. And we want to thank you, Dale, for what you shared. But don't go nowhere because you still have a featured guest, and we're going to bring you back in here in a few minutes, okay? Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, just hold on now. We're going to bring uh, our guest in. We're going to be on here. Good morning, Pastor. You're on the net. God bless you. Pastor Don Jr.? Pastor 8882? I was on mute. Can you hear me now? Mic check. Yes, sir. I got Mike you there. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. You know, these things, they do happen, but it ain't the devil's fault. It ain't your fault. It just things happen. <laughs> Sometimes we're so eager to blame the devil. The devil want to stop me. The devil can't stop what God started. I want you to know right now. Amen. So, yeah, so thank Amen. you, Pastor, for being on there. And you gave me your name, but I'm afraid I couldn't write it down because I'm in the studio by myself. The other people going out shopping and relaxing and doing whatever they do, and that's okay because this is God's business. Amen. So introduce yourself. Well, my name. And tell us what's going on in your mind. We got our guests on the line here, so we're gonna bring them back in. But I do appreciate you calling. Free on the inside. Amen. My name is Pastor Don Junior CEO. I've been in the entertainment industry for over twenty years. I've been on over a thousand radio shows, and I'm on three hundred and sixty-five days of radio campaign. We can't help anybody until we find out what any help. So what we're doing is we're aligning 300 winning team members all across the globe so we can work for getting God's will done. Hey, man. I'm God bless you. God day. bless you. Thank you for tuning in and sharing that with us. Now, tell us about something. How would people get in touch with you and, and to follow up on what you're saying? 
Okay, well, you can call me direct. I'm old school. I like a phone call. Text messages are good, but phone calls are better. Uh, my direct number is 602-332-8882. Uh, I go 24 hours a day. I'm a full-time pastor. I've been doing it for 20 years. I understand the hardships of being a leader in the church when you see the vision of God, but you don't have the people around to help you make that vision real. So we have to work together. That's why I'm here today. I'm texting well, everybody. Thank you for tuning show. in there. Would you like to Amen. say something to our guest this morning, or you just prefer to listen in? No, I'm a guest, man. I'm going to be here to the end of the show. I want to hear who's going to call in. I'm taking a roll call. <laughs> <laughs> well, God bless you, dear. We're going to bring our guests back here. But thank you, Pastor, for uh, sharing that information. I tell you what, I'm going to reach out to you because we definitely want you to uh, share some more information uh, regarding what you're doing yes, and how you're trying to encourage God's people to be about God's business and how they, too, could be part of something greater than themselves. Yes, Amen. sir. All right. Amen. Pastor Orlando, and as we was talking about yeah. earlier now, now you you also do some other things, too, before we get you off the air here. Now, you do a uh, uh, another, uh, uh, let's say, a, another program, another thing about counseling. Uh, what is uh, yeah, it called? I'm, I'm, I'm a mediator for the state of Texas. Uh, people yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. A media, uh, uh, what, what's called speech? Speech? Again, please? Uh, yeah. uh, can you hear me? Speak up, Pastor. I can hardly hear you. Okay. Uh, mic check, like you were saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Uh, getting back to what we're talking about, I'm a, a mediator for the state of Texas where we actually help people who have not called mental problems, but people will have what is called dispute problems with another party or a family member or a guest or whether it be a court case. And we actually come to a resolution through the word of God. Uh, the Holy Spirit actually is more or less the attorney involved in this because it gets to the point they have spiritual battles why they're trying to satisfy a case. Because, you know, like you said, the principalities of hiding dark places it's around us when we actually are going through something from the natural point of view. Well, we break that, how you say, uh, in a way that let them understand, don't listen to what, like you say, that flesh is telling you. Go with the spirit. Let the spirit be released. And that's when the Holy Spirit speaks in the, as an attorney, uh, part of what we're doing. And that's why it's called mediation. And you know what? That is something that we need this day and time here. You know, God, I, you know, and I believe in God. I believe in the power of God. But God put people's places and events in our life for betterment. You know, he like, He wants us to take full advantage of the things he has to offer. And sometimes we need to have uh, someone speaking into our life that knows God and using the principles of God. You know, I can go to Amen. one of these technical uh, uh, attorneys and they can tell me some things that they know about that they learned in a book but what value is it when those things don't apply to my life when I can use the word of God to correct the things, these errors, these mistakes that I have made that I brought up on myself using the word of God and that makes, you, that makes your life more fuller and been a benefit and a blessing to the person that you're having a conflict with because it's easy mm-hmm. to walk away it's easy to take matters to your own hands I think so much of the scripture where David was in a place called Ziglag, a very po- low point of his life, a very low point of his life. And he was with some people mm-hmm. that, that they were mad at David. They said, David, you have brought us to a place that we don't want to be here. You've li- made us lose some property because, you know, David's property was stolen. In a place called Ziglag, in a low place in his life. And David said, let me go before God and see what God had to say. And God, he had that counselor, he had that mediator. He was, he was talking to God between him and the Holy Spirit, and they were talking to God. And God said, David, those things that you pursue and those things that are dear to your heart, you're not going to lose any of those things. And I'm talking about the things that are dear to his heart and things that God wanted to have. Now, we lose stuff, but sometimes we need to lose stuff. Sometimes things, right. things are separating us from God. And David mm-hmm. was able to go out and get his stuff that God had ordained for him. And and how, why is he doing it? Because he had proper counsel. He had proper counseling. And, you know, Reverend, that's what you're talking about. Amen. Amen. And see, and the reason why I did that, because we can't, be, how you say, rely on man. And um, 
and I'm not talking about as far as the court system or the way justice is, but what we're fighting, we're fighting what you said, an unknown enemy that you can't fight it from a natural point of view. You have to fight it from a spiritual uh, perspective. And, uh, and I think that's what God got me in this situation. Of course, we do have attorneys that work with this particular program because they also yes, are yes, saved pastors and ministers as well. So here's the other part that you asked me what else I'm doing. I'm actually, uh, actually, these young people are so out of whack and don't understand that they don't want to obey nobody. They want to have their own system. And I'm coming up with something next. It's really, it's going to be a, uh, a DVD in the house. I have a website. Uh, you might want to write this down or the people might want to write it down. Uh, it's called, uh, it's O Curry, C-U-R-R-I-E dot wearelegalshield.com. And that is part of the law firm I work with. And um, as far as you want to email me, phone calls is just crazy right now. So I just got to go with the emails. I have a, a better way of handling it in another way. But that's basically what's happened at this point. And I'm just letting the Holy Spirit just continue to show what I need to do. So, like you said, the pastor that was on I like to get his number again because I like to share some things with him. And, you know, let's work together. You know, we all in this battle together. And nobody never thinks that they're alone. And I remember my time when I thought I was alone, and all of a sudden a stranger out of nowhere, I remember breaking down on the highway. I didn't understand with anybody. I called on people I thought was going to be there that wasn't there. And all of a sudden, my car broke down in the middle of a highway. Now, I want you to imagine this. Car is coming on the right, coming on the left, and I'm like, okay, Lord, something got to make a change. This car has got to move out of the way of this traffic. Do you know I sat there for almost a good maybe, i say maybe a good 20 minutes. All of a sudden, someone came up. I didn't know who it was. They tapped on the hood, and I popped the hood, and whatever they did, I didn't see no face, and they must have touched something. That car started off like it was brand spanking new. I went to raise the window down, and guess what? I didn't see anybody. So I'm just telling you about miracles. Things are taking place, and never, I tell people, never doubt God what he's going to do. Just trust him in everything he said he will. Oh, but that's awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, and uh, Pastor Don Jr., CEO, he did leave his number, and so we will pass that number out. Anyone that's listening, grab a pen, grab a pen and a pad. Here's the number to Pastor Don Jr., CEO, that I guess I spoke to earlier about getting people's um, media, the media coverage, I believe is what it is, but please talk to him and see exactly what he's talking about. That number is 602 uh, 8882. Again, that number is 602-332-8882. And we'll post that number up on our link here. Well, before we do that, we'll talk to uh, Pastor again about it to make sure it's okay and that he's aware of your calling and you give him a heads up that you're going to give him a call. But, uh, <coughs> uh, Kerry, how can people get in touch with you based on what you share with us about God's recipe for life? And also about having a media counseling, having a, uh, a media counsel. I believe it's what, what you were saying. Okay. Yes. If they want to have a mediation counsel, my email is O Curry, C U R R I E, 58 at gmail.com. I want them to email me. Only thing they need is just send me the email, and I'll respond right away. And as soon as they actually, you know, they want to leave their number, that's fine. And I prefer the fact that give me a set day and time they'll like for me to talk to them. And the best thing is anytime they can email me. I'm always available. Now, now tell and me the something other part based on you your ask. experience, Pastor, based on your – because of the uh, – uh, the, time that we're in with the coronavirus and the other viruses that attack, people to find themselves at home more with family, friends, and loved ones. Is tension seem to be rising and 
this understanding seem to be really enhanced because of what's going on. Uh, people just being people, regardless of where of what's going on today's time. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the other part what we're talking about. The uh, area that we more or less look at, it's so important right now. And like you said, everybody is not, they're not really going directly to where the problem lies. It's like, okay, what can we do to stop COVID? What can we do to stop crime? What can, it's not about all that. When you look at things are happening, there's a reason. That reason may be unknown, but what you have to remember, you have to more or less, and I'm going to say this in a different way, and when we adjust to what the Holy Spirit, be led by the Spirit of God always. And he would always direct your path and let you understand he's not going to direct you in a, a, a situation where it's going to be harmful. He's going to take you out of that situation. He's going to warn you. And I think if everybody does that, I think the world will be a better place to live. And, and you know, you really said something there, you know, because a lot of times – we and I know from past experience that we try to blame people, place, and things on things that's going on mm-hmm. until we realize that we're the uh, we're the central focus of things happening. Yes, I may have made some bad mistakes. Yes, I may have got myself involved in something, but I'm the folks I'm the center on that. I do mentoring and I mentor guys that's recovering from addiction, whether it's uh, you know drugs or alcohol. And just last week we had a guy that had a relapse. And he walked away from the center. And during our session, mm. the guys were feeling, they were feeling depressed and they were feeling bad. So, hey, we thought we thought he was doing well, and I really had my faith in him. And, and we really was looking forward to him being recovered because it showed that we could that I could get out of. It. I said, yes, you all those things are valid points, but you have to realize that he makes those decisions for himself, and we can't let those outside influences affect our recovery. Because that's right. He that's in us and he that's in the world. If you never see it before, that don't mean that your recovery should stop. If the, mm-hmm. if the center wants to say that you don't have enough money and they need to close the door, that don't mean that your recovery stops. It's up to you to take possession and ownership of your own recovery. Yes, we, don't want, we, don't want, we, we feel bad about people that's missing the mark. But, you know, you have to work things out of your own way, in your own timing with your own uh, uh, success in mind. Family members may not ever forgive us, and that's a hard thing. Some people have hurt, hurt the family so bad that they have never been forgiven by the family. But during mediation, you can let that person know that, hey, she may not ever forgive you, he may not ever forgive you, but you can forgive yourself. And that's a part that's of being right. a mediator, right? Forgiving yourself. That's it. That's right, because you got to understand before you can – Forgive others. If you haven't forgiven yourself, you're bringing that right into that argument or that 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 position or the disposition, and you're trying to change it. But deep down inside, you feel guilt. Uh, I'm giving a great example. Uh, a young man went to war, came back home, and found out, you know, his wife and the children they didn't know him. So he's trying to come back without thinking about war times, and when he's dealing with that. Only thing he could see himself out there on the battlefield, fighting and fighting. If anybody said anything, he's going to jump. He's going to snap at him. He's going to slap his wife or whatever. But here's the part that he's missed. The thing is, they still showed love. In mediation, we try to people to bring out the deepness in them. We let them understand. Bring it to the surface. Whatever it is, bring it to the surface. Whether that person will like it, and especially with children. Main thing with children has been the best thing that about mediation has reached them to say. Well, my dad wasn't wrong. He wasn't. And mommy wasn't wrong. They just under, misunderstood whatever was being said. He said something to her. She said something to him. And when he slapped her, he apologized. But <laughs> sometimes nowadays it don't work that way. And he has to understand, wait a minute, I'm not putting my hands on her. I've got to listen to discipline myself. And see, and when they start listening, when you start disciplining yourself, you'll find out how many things surfacely comes up. You're like, man, I did that? That still bothered me? And it is. And you've got to get rid of that before you can satisfy a dispute and, arrest and, and, and how you say, resolve the problem in marriages and relationships, on the job. You know, and that's what we do. We kind of 
and, and I put it this way, I had to start with me first because I'm not perfect. Whatever I'm saying, uh-uh, I'm still working on me. I'm still a vessel for God, but he's still working on me. So the thing is, it helped me to understand. So I, helped, I, being, I being one, I put myself as an example where I share my example with others, and they'll actually say, you know, I never thought about that way. I never looked deep to see if I had any hurt when I was young, when my, my dad and my mom treated me wrong and, you know, I became a, a, a person walking the street and had to join the gang to survive. And, and then he started realizing, but I got a family. I got a family who loves me. I got to start with me. And that's what we do. We start with the individual inside and bring what's inside up to the surface so we can speak about it. And that's so true. That's why our program called being free on the inside. And that freedom starts with you. And freedom allows you to do the things that God chose for you to do. Let's face it. Amen. Sometimes the world trying to hold you hostage. Bad decisions trying to hold you hostage. Bad relationships trying to hold you hostage. But you have that freedom that comes from knowing who you are and who you and, and your purpose in life. It gives you the ability to move yeah. past your your own insecurities. I'm gonna put it that way, and say, "Hey, I need That's to it. maybe I need to go to a counselor. Maybe I need to get someone to speak wisdom into my life and my family life. Maybe I just need to get mm-hmm. some help. Maybe I need to be involved in, in building up, uh, being involved in someone else's life. Because guess what, Pastor, my friend, guess what? We didn't get here overnight. Someone spoke into our life. Someone spoke into your That's life. Right. Someone spoke into my life. I would, I would be lying to you if I tell you somebody that I did this on my own. I didn't. Mm-hmm. If I could just right. talk to all the people that helped me throughout the years, when I didn't have mm. no shoes on my feet, someone actually took my shoes off and put them on my feet. And now when my I God. see men and women that are struggling with clothes and food and stuff, I feel obligated. I feel a joy to be able to help them because someone did for me. I tell you, some pastor go. Well, uh, I was doing <laughs> ministry, and, and 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 people. And this one guy said that he needed some shoes. I looked down at his feet, and his shoes looked okay. I said, "No, bro, you got some shoes." And he held them up, and he didn't have no bottom on them shoes. The bottom was gone. Mm. He just wearing the top part. And right then, God mm. laid on my heart. I'm not a poet, a solo <laughs> poet, but God put on my heart and said, "I looked at them, and they had no shoes. I had shoes, mm. and I didn't use." With them shoes, I give to you to walk the path God chose for you. I said, oh, my God. Look at to that. walk the path God chose for you because he know the things he needs you to do. And I said, man, God, that's awesome. We got a mm. – I'm talking about we as people. We got clothes and, and shoes that we never wear again. I mean, we don't want to give that's out right. to nobody. Our closets are collapsing because we got a, so many clothes. God has been so good to us. And he said, why don't you mm, bless come someone? On. Oh, I don't want to take them to the DAV because they're going to sell them. If they do, they sell them to someone that don't have no money, someone that needs to buy mm-hmm. a $75 shirt, so he, a 75 cent shirt, so he can go get a job that's paying him mm. uh, $17 an hour. Oh, I don't want to give it to them because they're going to sell it. Yes, if they do it, they send it to people that need them. Now, I go to those places too, but some people need to go some places like that. And plus the people that need those jobs, because some people that are handicapped, some people are disabled, they can't they can't work nowhere else. They have mentally challenges, so you got the guy in the back that's starting stuff that you brought in. He may not even finish high school. Mm-hmm. So we got to look past right. this here. You know, oh, I don't want to help nobody. Why not? God help you. You didn't get that car by that's yourself. Right. You didn't get that house by yourself. That's the, that goes mm-hmm. back to that recipe for life. Come on. Come on, amen. All amen. those things that God have done for us, those good things, those bad things, those scary things, those unsure mm-hmm. things, they all was a recipe for life. So you know that you're not to be overtaken by every fault. You're not to fall in behind every word of gossip and insecurity. Those are recipes for life. Because now I hear stuff, Amen. I don't get as frightened as I used to hear things. The gas shortage, the food shortage, the unemployment, it don't scare me no more mm-hmm. like it used to. <laughs> you know, that is so that is so important. You know, and I also want to share to some of the young people who are listening on this radio, uh, a lot of people found that instead of take the plan in your hand to try to solve it, I'm speaking now to the young people who use weapons and guns and knives and bring it to school. 
I want you to listen to this, and I hope they listen clearly. When they start looking at, they rather get a get a weapon. Why don't they use the word of God as a weapon? Come on now. Why don't they use the word of God as a gun, as a knife? Let it knife through the person by speaking words of love and speaking goodness in the person. Let them understand before that bully think that he is overcoming you. Let him understand. You know something? Right now, I don't care, and I'm going to use this perfect example. Uh, there was a, uh, a story that uh, I've written in my book was called Conquering Endure. Uh, this was about five years ago, and that's also you can find on the uh, website uh, as far as on YouTube, Barnes & Noble, or anything, books and books, and it's available. But it does talk about bullying. It showed that a bully one time had told a young boy, if he comes to school, he's going to shoot him and, and, and embarrass him and everything. But one day, this house caught on fire, and the bully was in the place where he could not help himself. The same little boy that he threatened, the little boy thought that if I let him burn, which he thought he let him burn the way he did him, he said, that's not showing the Christian love. And he said, and if I do that, then I'm just as bad as he is. What he did, he got up in a small window, and at the time, the bully was scared to jump from the tree down to the ground. That little boy showed him the same little boy he threatened he told him how to jump from the tree down to the ground and showed him step by step. He became, at that time, no longer a bully. He became his best friend. And I want to say this <laughs> to somebody out there who's out there thinking that bully or that kid they want to shoot because he's been picking on him. Tell him you love him. Tell him you love him. Say, look, you've been picking on me for years and you've been doing this. Let me tell you something. I love you no matter what you do. You can try to beat me up no matter what, but that ain't going to change the love I have for you. Watch the difference. You watch how God turns that bullet into a way to penetrate his heart and let him understand it was better for him to get the word shot in him than to have a bullet from a human gun to kill him and let him and he killed him with love and that he may live again through the word of God. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Pastor, we're about ready to get on out of here. We want to thank you, thank you, thank you for being our guest. What a great show we had this morning. The phone line. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, Pastor Dunn, uh, Jr., CEO, he uh, shared a few words, and he also gave us a phone number that we did share with you, but we will post that phone number up so they can reach out. Pastor Kerry gave us some information, the recipe, uh, God's recipe for life, and how we, too, can uh, can use that God's recipe, good, bad, and indifferent, to to have a fruitful and blessed life, giving our praises to our Heavenly Father. Thank you again, Pastor, for sharing your uh, insight with us. It encouraged me. It encouraged me. And I love these type of uh, programs because uh, we'll help us one to another. Being free on Amen. the Who the Son said free, he's free indeed. Not the free, not that freedom that comes to just doing whatever you want to do, but doing things honorable and pleasing, doing things that reflect the goodness of our God. You know, that's that. That's the. That's true freedom, because you know we you want to do what everybody else do. You know, I want to do what everybody else do. That's not freedom. That's bondage. That's. But when you can step out in the midst of a sinful world and still live an honorable life, that's freedom right there. Power Praise God. Bless you. Why don't you close us out in a word of prayer, then we're going to end this session. You've been listening to Free on the Inside Ministry. We're on there each and every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 with great guests, great topics. And also with you, you're part of our uh, listening audience, and your voice is always welcome to the program. That number, write it down. It's 0982-4126. Until next week, we're going to end up with a closing prayer. Looking forward to speaking with each and every one of you again. Pastor, go ahead and close us out. Dear Father God, we thank you, Lord, as all these listeners have heard the perfect word of God. Lord, that they hide it in their heart and that in every possible way, Lord, they use it in every way that you give them. Lord, in every way that you help them to reach out to the greater things in life, the highways, the byways, and those alleyways that people are out there every day, Lord, asking for your word, but therefore that we are vessels. And we go forth every way, Father God, through the cities, the towns, and the villages. And those places, oh God, where people are asking more and more of how 
to do according things to your word, and, oh, God, and learn more and more about your word. We thank you, Lord, that you have brought forth in this, this morning that the word come forth, that the people understand that it is part of them, and, yes, they are the recipe of life that you presented into every one of us. We thank you, Father God, blessing the children and the families, blessing all those people out there right now, the listeners, and those, oh, Lord, who are deciding to make a change in their life right now, Lord, we know right now they're coming before you right now. They're giving up the old things and starting anew. Father God, as another new season comes in, we thank you, Lord, blessing everyone and bless this radio station, bless the pastors and the people, the staff, and the, all the people who are doing things according to your will and the, that you are making a new day and a new season. Thank you, Father God, for another wonderful day. Thank you as you bless each and every one on this, this broadcast and that they continue to do according to what is being said. And we thank you, Lord, and we ask that all in the precious, mighty name of Jesus, and everyone say amen. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Kerry. You're listening to Free on the Inside podcast each and every Saturday morning. Um, God bless you. Enjoy the balance of your day. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. <laughs>